What's up, y'all? This your girl Diamond with Open Hearts with Diamond D. And I want to talk to you um, about relationships, okay? Relationships can be tricky. Relationships can be the beginning of a new life. Relationships can be um, very, very powerful for you in your life, you know, help you grow in certain areas. Um, It depends on really... Uh, who you are and where you are in your life, how you um, handle your relationships. So I want to talk to you about four things to consider before you are really ready for relationships, especially if you've been through some type of trauma, some type of hurt, some type of uh, mental um, health capacity or whatever it may be. So um, you can help get your thoughts together before you go in and really destroy somebody else. So, again, thank y'all for joining my podcast. Uh, my name is Diamond D, and um, I have my own website as a life coach. Um, I'm a certified master life coach. Uh, my niche is confidence and resilience, and I help individuals build the, uh, build their confidence back up from coming out of resilient situations. And so I want to talk to you about Open Hearts with Diamond D Foundation briefly. Um, I am the CEO of that foundation. I found that foundation based off of me being a um, coach, a mentor, a a parent in the school district that I served in um, presently still. And I chose to um, become a life coach because my own child saw something in me that sometimes I didn't see in myself. And so Open Hearts uh, with Diamond D Foundation started with that when he got ready to leave to go to college because he wanted me to coach again, but not sports. So it's, um, I I just love doing what I do and that's helping people. Um, and I just, I'm a natural born coach. Everything that I do comes completely natural, I think. And I just love what I do. I'm super excited to share as much as possible with you, though, um, on my own growth of where I am in my life with relationships. I want to talk to you about four certain things you should make sure of before you put yourself in a relationship. Being ready is important because there are so many individuals that get into relationships without being healed from the past. Could be you, could be me, was me. And that's not safe. You're not processing um, the, the, the reason you're in that relationship. You're just in it because Oh, you just feel like you can't be lonely or you need sex or you need money or you need somebody to be your companion or you just you just need in your mind. You think you just need that friend. Um, That's when you call those people the friends with benefits and stuff like that. But um, you have to go through some things before you actually become um, in a relationship that it's it's beautiful authentic love you got to go through some things so you will have um if you don't process the fact that you have not healed in all your situations in life you will have um 
luck that will not benefit for you in your relationships when you bring over the toxicity to a new relationship. You know, when you're toxic to yourself, you will attract what you are. Yeah, that's a true story. Toxic people attract themselves to toxic conversations. That's not fair to people out there that are already healed or trying to heal. You will not develop a healthy relationship because you're not healthy yourself. Relationships take work. It's important to develop a relationship with yourself first, becoming more authentic for you, understanding who you are and realizing um, that you, you just really don't need someone to be who you really are. Relationships is way more than sex, money, and other things. Relationships will be um, healthy only if you actually start falling in love with yourself first. Now, this is when you will know you're so in love with yourself, you don't have to have someone to motivate you to love them. So I'm going to share these four things you must deal with before you engage in a serious relationship. Number one, trauma. Everyone that has dated has experienced trauma. I don't care what you say, you have. Trauma is held within and it will not be shown often. Trauma is like a disease that we tend to hide and not share with others because they don't want to be judged or talked about or misled. Now, a person who has not handled their trauma, this you will feed off your, your toxicity of your trauma will affect the next person. Trauma creates anxiety. Trauma is verbal. Um, it comes in verbally. It comes sexually. Um, it comes abuse, physically abuse. And emotional help is looked over when it comes to trauma. Now, I'm not a licensed psychologist. I'm not a therapist. I'm not a a counselor. I'm a life coach, a sole purpose life coach. But this is my actual background, um, which is psychology. And this is to help you understand and identify the things that will help hold you back if you don't heal when we don't recognize the unprocessed trauma it will affect the others that we bring into our lives we try so hard to hide the things that really hurt us but not knowing that we are hurting ourselves believe it or not now when we tell our children to be strong at times there is no need to cry Suck it up. Um, you you too big to be doing this. You too. We're actually hurting them more so than we're helping them because they are taking in the fact that they feel like I got to hold this in and I really can't share my emotions. That, that hurts. I remember telling my mama one time, like, I'm not, I'm not afraid to cry. I'm a cry. Crying helps me. I remember telling her this when I was a little girl. 
So don't allow your kids or don't allow yourself to hold your tears back. Release them. Believe it or not, when we tell our children these things to be strong, we're taking away them, we're taking away from them how they can identify their emotions. Holding that toxicity builds up and becomes trauma. Do not allow them to look over their own feelings. We have to pay attention to our feelings and emotions. Speak up in a respectful way. Again, it's not safe to ignore your feelings at all. Okay? I don't know how many of y'all read that Bible, but the good book say in Proverbs 13, 12, unrelenting disappointments leave you heart sick. Leave you heart sick. When you have experienced one-on-one disappointments after another, after another, it's true that your heart is broken. It's not time to hide that anymore. When you're holding that in, you actually feel that others have abandoned you. They don't want to be around. You know, that's not the case. Some just know how to handle you and some don't. So that doesn't mean you're a bad person, but it means you're broken. You are broken and you haven't processed it because you feel like it's taking over your life. So it isn't important for others to know about you. That's lies. So my question to you is, how many of you all have got out of one relationship and got right back into another? If you, if so, and are having issues or problems that carry over into your new life, your new relationships, it is because you have never actually healed from the last one. It takes time to heal. Healing is a journey. It's not an overnight thing. So it's important to take the time to acknowledge your trauma and live with it so that you cannot still walk around and think that you are crazy because what your past said you were. And individuals can't fix you. The key is is to, comp- um, to become aware of the things you have been through. You know, you don't want to identify these things because you don't want to really feel the emotion behind it. So today, <clears throat> I'm sorry, I'm under the weather, but today I challenge you. I, I challenge your, you know, you should challenge yourself to ask yourself, what have I faced in life? What has hurt me? Okay. And that good book, it talks about if we could judge ourselves, we should not judge. Now, I think that's from 1 Corinthians. In order for me to get where I am today, I had to identify all the things, my friends, my exes, my, my confidants, uh, you know, people that I dealt with. I had to identify um, what others was, would say about me that tore me down. And what I did is got the notebook out. I wrote them down. I asked myself that question, are you loud? Why are you loud? Are you full of drama? Why are you full of drama? Are you quiet? Why are you quiet? I asked myself those things. Are you so extra? Why are you extra? Are you extra? 
I had to ask myself these things to identify what my friends used to say about me. Because what that you know your first defense is always, uh-uh, honey, that ain't me. Oh, okay. That ain't you. Cool. But in the back burner, it might be you. But how do you handle it now would be the question. If you're covering something, you will not grow. I'm telling y'all. So Proverbs 28, 13, if you cover your trauma, you will fail to deal with it. But if you confess to them and forsake their trauma and flaws and identify them, you will have mercy over your life. If you're covering something, once again, you will not grow. Stop covering up your confessions, your flaws. Because one thing about it, trauma transfers. You can't hide it. You can't hide it at all. So when I was communicating with past friends, I could hear the trauma, you know, within them. That person would get upset with me when I stated I would pray for you. You know, I'm saying something positive, but here they come with me negative because they didn't want to hear the good. So don't judge your past if you haven't healed yourself. Again, pray for them. Let them hear you gaining empathy for them. For for um, everything around them is pretty much affected on how they act. All right? You have to get rid of every inch of your bitterness because it will spring up and trouble you. Don't let the trauma inform your life at all because it will make you believe you crazy. It will have you thinking you're dramatized, but yet drama is being brought to you and you're having to use your traumatic life to defend yourself. Trauma can ruin you. It will always make you hide all of, all of you. Intimacy um, can be trauma. You won't gain it. If your intimacy is messed up, you're not going to be able to share it with somebody passionately. If you never faced your traumas and you will never love or get love correctly in a relationship, that's real talk. Now, you can't change the responses in your life until you face your flaws and your trauma. Number two, triggers. Triggers are stimulants that bring back the trauma that has been in your life. Triggers are the psychological patterns that occur when you see or smell something. Like if somebody walked through that door right now and they got on that Chanel perfume or, you know, they got on that nautical spray or, Whatnot, that will trigger me to a certain point because I've smelled that on some of my past relationships. I would think that person's in the room, right? If I don't see them and I smell it, I would think that person's in the room, okay? Like, I do not like being closed in areas that bothers me. Those are some of my triggers. So to understand the psychological patterns that occur are the things that take place or put you in similar situations that has traumatized you. Like you 
you know, being in being on an elevator. That closed wall can trauma you. Okay. It can trauma you. Um, cemeteries can trauma you. Certain songs can trauma you. Um, going to certain places in certain days of the month, week can trauma you. When you out and about and you're not participating and no one knows why, that could be a trauma situation. It's because those triggers are indicating your trauma that has not been dealt with. Triggers make you shiver. They make you cry. They make you become angry. Like, I I can keep going. Triggers are called strongholds in the good book. You, they got something that's holding on. You're attached to it. This is a mindful behavior that we need to pay attention to because you shouldn't want people to have something over you at all. We have to release these triggers. Triggers are offsprings of your trauma that you haven't released yet. How many of you get triggered when you hear the words love? I love you. The bottom line, stop engaging with your past. It's important to process the trauma and disengage the trigger. Let it go. The third one is trust. This can't happen until you process the trauma. So when you say you don't trust somebody, you really don't trust that person. And that's true because you haven't released your trauma. You haven't released your triggers. You haven't identified your triggers. So trust can't happen until you process your trauma and disengage those triggers. The sad part is you want so much, but don't trust another person. And so you feel like you done got over all of this stuff. And really you haven't. But at the end of the day, you're not trusting this person. A lot of people don't trust themselves going into a relationship more so that they can trust another person. And that's me practically. Like I don't... I. I can trust this person until they take my trust away from me, okay? Or take their trust from me. And what I mean by that is just being able to identify the fact that, you know, if you put me in a situation, I ain't gonna lie to you. I I don't know what I might do. Have no clue, okay? So the sad part, once again, is... You want so much, but you still got to work on trusting yourself before you can trust somebody else. If you don't trust yourself, you're not going to trust the next person at all. All right? It's not that you don't trust them. You don't trust yourself. Trust is the sympathy um, and the concern you want to let something happen in your life or build from it or make someone trauma and triggers will always limit limit you, uh, your ability to, to have something if there is no trust there. You got to be authentic to have that trust. That authentic love comes out of you being able to trust somebody. You can sincerely tell 
when somebody really care about somebody because they are, are they authentically show it. It's a, it's a real thing. It's a real thing. Trust. All right. What makes you believe you are ready to give yourself to someone else if you don't trust yourself? And if you're not living an authentic life? Have you ever asked yourself that? Number four is truth. If you um, have not discovered you, if you have not identified and processed your triggers and flaws, you walk around pretending to be fine. But destroyed on the inside, your mental capacity is messed up. It's not clear vision um, to identify yourself. So you just you just not living in a line of who you say you want to be, but you are moving in a different direction to be, to run from who you should be, if that makes sense. Okay? So stop walking around here saying, you know, oh, I'm telling the truth. This is me. You know, I don't identify all the things about me. You know, my flaws and this and that. And they think, you know, you over there crying because you don't know why you do the things you do. And you steady trying to figure them out. Come on now. Come on. You're living a lie and not the truth. If your spouse says something and tries to get you to agree with something and you know that's not you, and you're, you're not in your true, authentic self. You're not in the truth of you. You're giving off false, fake energy. Like, like-minded people are hard to find, like real talk, because you, you know, they only, only like-minded people will connect with you if you are sincerely open to them and they can see. They don't see you, they see what you're talking about. They see how you're processing this information and how you're delivering it. Those are the people that you want on your team. Those like-minded people. Alright? Real talk. You're, you got to pay attention to those that give off that false energy. And you got to pay attention to those that are living in a line to, uh, to be authentic, to share the, the real them. A lot of women can't find the right mate right now because the authentic them is behind all that other stuff behind them. You have not showed up yet, sweetie. If you still, you know, get up, cake that face with that makeup. I'm not saying nothing wrong with makeup. But what if that man want to date you and he has not seen you take that makeup off? Is he really seeing the real you? Because makeup, we put on makeup to cover up us. All right, we put on girdle suits to cover up us. Have he not visualized? Have she not visualized the real you? Have you shared the real you? Because you you can see anything, but have they connected with the inside of your like the soul connection? All right, a lot of women can't find the right mate because again. The authentic woman has not showed up. Why you have not identified who you are? It's not safe. It's already too much dead energy walking around here. Where are the authentic people? You see, the false takes over. The fake takes over. 
the non-truthfulness settles in, living a lie settles in. And that's the kind of world that we kind of live in right now, the unreal world. And you feel that if you don't do all these things, you won't be accepted. If you feel like you don't buy that $300 wig, you won't be accepted. You feel like if you don't wear, you know, name brand clothes all the time, you feel like you're not being accepted or you won't be approved. No. Be who you are on the inside. Connect with your soul. Man, please. You are real if you connect with your soul. Don't let nobody else tell you that you can't be real. The only way you show up in your truth is to be emotionally healthy. Heal. Does that honestly make sense to you? And stop running from yourself and identify who you are. All right. I'm going to share this because, once again, I want y'all to check out my webpage, openheartswithdiamonddee.com, because I, I live in my truth. I live in my truth, finally. I'm living in alignment of who I am. I used to be judged, condemned, thrown up under the bus, talked about, mistreated. Who cares? This is my purpose. Teaching you guys this stuff and coaching you through the process of how, ex- how you should accept yourself This is my purpose. I love now. I'm open-minded. When it came to my relationships, I was able to sit down and allow somebody to come in and love me when I fell in love with me. Okay? I am not accepted in, in, in the outside world too much because I have called their flaws out. I have shared to them what I see. I have told them, you know, they should be connecting with themselves because I know who I am. Now, this is not an, ooh, we look good for you show or none of that. I care how you view me now. I live in my true self. And when you live in your true self, baby, everything just disappears. The voices go away. The people eyes to see you in other words, it goes away. It, all this no longer matters, sweetie. It doesn't. Be you. If you if if they accepted you, they're gonna accept you. If they don't, oh well. Don't you ain't gonna lose no sleep. Now, if you want more information on this, on how to heal before getting into that relationship, let's talk. I got all the information for you. You would like to start growing in your purpose. Come on. Or come on in and help me coach. Um, make sure you visit that page. Um, you got this queen. I know you can do it. Make sure you check out Psalms 1, 1 through, um, I'm sorry, Psalms 1, 41. Bless this one who does not walk in the step with the wicked or stand in the way that sinners take or sit in the company of mockers. Be your own authentic self sister. Okay. I love y'all good people, and we'll talk soon. Deuces.